0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Creative Contact. I'm your host, Kia Orion. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. Uh if you're tuning in on video, if you're tuning in on audio, I appreciate you being here. If you are on YouTube or and any of your podcast app, please like and subscribe. It helps the algorithm, help us get out there um, and get the message to more folks. But honestly, you don't have to do all that right now because this is going to be Just an episode for you and me, you and I, the two of us, Los Dos. There's a life, a Kia's life uh, update episode where we're gonna cover life, love, business, and everything in between. Uh, I keep this podcast, certain episodes are for major takeaways. And other episodes are for life updates. Other episodes are just ideas that I've been kind of toying with and thinking about a lot. And this is going to be a combination of those. Um, Just a little bit of update on kind of where I'm at, what I'm working on. And at the same time, there's an idea that I've been thinking a lot about, and I had a couple conversations about this idea that I want to hash out with you as well, which I think could be fun. But first of all, we'll take it, we'll start light, and then we'll gradually increase into the deeper, darker stuff as we go. So first things first, in terms of life, where I'm at, what I'm up to, what are we doing? This is, the time recording this is November... Fourth, I want to say, I think we're in mid, early November, and in terms of upcoming things, what's going on? My mom is actually coming to visit next week, late next week, which I'm super excited about. Uh, she came to visit me when I was living in Thailand. She came to visit me when I was in Mexico, and I'm excited for another Kia Mama adventure. They're always, they're always such a learning experience. I feel like mom, shout out you if you're listening. I always learn so much about myself um, in those. In those adventures with my mom because there are there are just takeaways and that you I think that you get when you spend um, like long periods of time at least extended periods of time with those that you love and it's different when you're when I'm home with mom and dad because when I'm when I'm traveling with my mom It's all, there's, and this is what I think is so interesting about traveling with anyone. If you travel with a partner, whether it's a parent, a sibling, a significant other, friend, traveling can be such an interesting test of your dynamic. And I think that it's really fortunate that I do travel really well with my mom, but it also helps me understand sometimes um, my own things that I can work on, I need to work on. One story in particular, I remember when my mom came to visit me and I was in Thailand, and I kept forcing her to get these Thai massages because I loved getting Thai massages. If you've never been to Asia, those Thai massages, they're brutal, but they're awesome and they're like $6. And I was like, mom, you're gonna love this. You're gonna over, you're gonna get Thai massages. She tried one, it was like an hour, she's like, she's like, it kind of hurt a little bit. She's like, I wasn't a fan. I was like, mom, trust me, we're gonna try it again. It was the wrong place. We tried it again at this other location that was, it was for guys and gals that were blind. So it was more like they would um, it was, it was kind of like a nonprofit, but also you got a massage out of it. And we did it with my friend B and the guy just like beat the shit out of my mom. And I felt really bad for her. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I don't think it's my thing. I was like, mom, trust me, you're going to love it. We just got to give this one more shot. Third time's a charm. We go to this final spot. At last time there were all these different massage options. It was like relaxing massage, hot stone massage. Um, there's one they have like this, um, it's like a, like a bamboo sort of like Pole that they that they like like work out nonsense stuff. I was like, Mom, trust me, you gotta do this time massage. We did it third time. She was like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think I really like time massage. And it was just like such a fascinating thing, like a life lesson for me to be like, because I like something. It's I think we do this. We meaning me. Sometimes I've seen this in other people. When you're like fanatic about something, you almost want to force it on other people because it's changed your life. You become like a fanatic about things that I'm like, just because I like this doesn't mean you have to like it because this has changed my life. doesn't mean it has to change yours. And really listening. That was a big element for me. And that takeaway with my mom was like, just listening her being like Kia, I don't like this. Me, you know, me being, being able to pay attention and say, okay, take that feedback and, um, adapt to it rather than me kind of having this agenda of what I want to do and just kind of sticking rigidly to it, which um, happened as well. Uh, when I, a lot of stories about that. But needless to say, I'm excited for this new adventure with mom to come down to Columbia. We're going to eat good food, have some adventures. I also think it's a good excuse for me to get out and go see things and do things because I am such a robot that I, even though I really like traveling, I don't always, I like to travel and live in new places, like create a lifestyle in new places, but I'm not great about, um, like really traveling when I'm in new places. So even though I've been here for almost six months, excuse me, I think I've gone on one weekend getaway, um, which a lot of people do most weekends, but I think this is even a part of me learning to a new stage for myself of learning to accept myself because, I, I, I do think those things are important because you got to live and experience life, but I'm also, people say this all the time. I'm like, I'm built different, but I do sometimes think, I think I'm wired just a little odd, like a little off in terms of like every time I go on these, um, adventures, not necessarily with my mom. I think it's a good one. Or when I had a girlfriend, when I was living in Mexico and we have these like weekend adventures. That's like a perfect amount of time for me to, really have that experience and to be able to give myself fully over to it, but more often than not, because I'm so, I'm so achievement oriented in a way, which you wouldn't be able to tell from looking at my career, but um, I am so kind of driven that oftentimes when I'm out doing these things, I have a hard time being present because I'm really excited to get back to chasing my dream. And It's kind of, my boxing coach the other day was telling me, he's like, he's like, this is, he's like, he's like, we, you've known me for like almost six months. He's like, we've never really hung out before. It was our first time hanging out when I was bleeding internally and didn't know it. And I was like, scrap our boxing lesson, took him to breakfast. And he's like, dude, like we've never hung out before, like outside of the boxing. And I realized I am just so kind of rigid, which I know is very unartist like of me because most artists i think a lot of musicians too it's like very unstructured and they just kind of want to be fluid but i just treat this i treat it like it's a full-time job it's like nine to five pretty much six days a week um and then on sunday i kind of do my stuff around the house and get things going but maybe maybe on my next life i'll be able to like let go a little bit more but at least in this one in the way that i'm wired just kind of knowing what makes you happy um I think is important and knowing what your priorities are. And, and I think that's where this is again, the self-acceptance thing. Sometimes I, I get frustrated because um, I, I'm so rigid about like bedtime and waking up early because I just love boxing in the mornings. I love waking up and working out. I love waking up early and going on walks that I wish, especially here in Medellin, there's a big kind of late night party culture and I, I'm looking at possibly going to Buenos Aires and I know there's a big club culture there. And just in my life, in general, like there's a lot of, I think, incredible experiences in the nighttime that a lot of people have, like out dancing and having fun and drinking. That is just in life, in this version of life, I'm those things are just not a part of my ecosystem. Uh, and learning to be okay with that, and it's not easy, and I think just because. Um, it's kind of like counterculture to how a lot of people operate, how a lot of cultures operate, which is why it's counterculture. You'd think, who would have thought, um, that that is something that I'm just kind of like learning to work through and learning to work um, work with, I guess, and, and really finding the people that understand that and adapt to that. And um, just that entire that entire tirade is pretty much about when my mom comes to visit, I find that I've one nice thing about having a partner to come to visit a parent, especially another, whatever, whatever someone to come visit you is that it's an excuse to go do these things. So I say that to say, I'm excited for my mom to come check this out because then I get to experience all these things as well with her because it's kind of like my excuse to do so. And I can justify doing it. Um, I also think that's one of the nice things about having a girlfriend, even if it isn't a super serious girlfriend, like just a partner in crime. Um, that I this is kind of like dipping into like the love piece, but I realized where I'm at in my life is I don't necessarily want I want something more serious than just like a friends with benefits, but I don't I still am so focused, I have a hard time giving a lot of that time like in a real relationship. But I want something that's more deeper than I guess just a sexual thing, just a physical thing. And that's where I found when I was living in Mexico Year and change ago, when I had my girlfriend, it was really nice, even though we lived in different cities at the time, because I would come visit her, she would come visit me, and then we would go do stuff. It's like having a partner is kind of like it's my kick in the ass to actually go have real life adventures that is kind of sometimes I don't always feel inclined to do on my own um it's just because those are cool experiences to share with somebody, and I'm not saying that sounds like an excuse, and it is um. But I actually, to be honest, have been kind of feeling that itch for adventure lately. And I think also really inspired by the recent stint in the hospital when you're kind of up against, I don't think I was really close to dying. I think I was, um, definitely scared. It felt very, uh, very real. I'm not sure once you're in the hospital, I think it's pretty hard. Like they aren't going to let you go that easily, but, um, You still have those thoughts and when you're when you're kind of faced with those things i realized that another thing i've been wanting to do was have another have another adventure that's kind of a a challenge something that really kind of pushes you Uh, i was talking to a buddy last week and he just bought a motorcycle and he's going to go on like this like these month-long adventure might even be a year-long thing where he's just like riding his motorcycle with his dog and i was like ooh, that was kind of sounds like kind of fun and excuse me, being in the hospital got me thinking that I've always wanted to have another adventure like that, and especially with my older brother. And so I reached out to him last week because we, were, we had this idea of possibly having a, like a bro-and-bro bro adventure together, but um, for some reason, it never totally manifested in the way that I was thinking. And so I was like, Kia, like bucket list things, right? Like you, when you're, when you're, faced, when you're forced to face the music, you really start thinking about what you want to do in the time that you got. And that's one thing that I really would love to make happen um, and follow through on is have an adventure like that with my brother. And you'd think that maybe having one of those kind of scary experiences would, you know, kick my ass to go have more adventures. But it actually just got me to take my my career and my music more seriously. Because if I'm honest, I love – here's the thing. When you, as a, as a human, we are, uh, as, a, as an animal, right, we like homeostasis. We like things feeling the same. And so even if we have dreams or things we want to pursue, those ideas are still, I think, inherently a little bit uncomfortable and scary because it inherently that is linked to change of some sort. It means you're going to have to change. In order to achieve whatever you want to achieve, whatever you're striving towards, inherently that means your life will change. And so that inherently is uncomfortable, inherently is scary, inherently there is resistance to that sort of a thing. And so while I have these things that I'm chasing, I really enjoy this sort of uh, the comfort of this life, I've got my online biz, a lot of that's very passive at this point, I get to make music, I'm eating, I'm living this sort of, an ideal version of what I would wanted life to be years ago when I was bartending and subbing in high schools, like, to have some passive income online that's very flexible, to make music, and um, to have this life that I've, that I've been able to create, been fortunate enough to find myself in, um, I don't, In a way, I don't want it to change because I've been enjoying it so much. And I think that's another piece of it is how do you balance, I think, as achievement-oriented individuals, how do you balance your drive with your sense of, is it contentedness, of being content? And that's a really delicate sort of balance I find myself in is being grateful being appreciative of this life while not becoming like apathetic. Is, is that the right word? I'm not sure apathetic is the right word, but maybe, you know what I'm saying? while becoming stagnant, I guess. And that I feel a little bit in that regard because if I'm being honest and here's, here's, here's another piece I want to get into later. But if I'm being honest there's a a version of life that i imagine that i think is very real and very achievable and i get excited about it like i feel it in my gut like the one where it's i have a lot more going in terms of my career music opportunities things of that nature and it's like like in la and doing podcasts with my favorite podcasters and creating art that people listen to and flying around to New York and taking meetings and doing brand deals and doing interviews and um creating content and like that life that I think is very achievable it that also to me like I'm like that sounds like so exciting, like waking up and then you got like an interview and then you got a photo shoot and then you got a podcast, and then you get to like. I don't know, do a show or something like that. Like just something that's more engaged and more, a little bit more fast paced. And at the same time, I think life has seasons where I'm not saying I want to be running at that pace forever because as a creature of habit, I, you know, I like to also be stationary. I don't, I don't want to do that forever. But the idea of like, if I put spending time making an album, spending time in a season, promoting that album, touring that album, doing the the more fast paced stuff, like that sounds really exciting. And, um, connecting with people that are doing the same sort of stuff which i think could be i think could be very real but like i said is such a hard thing for me to wrap my mind around sometimes because it's so distant especially for my life here in colombia um where you know i'm eating bandeja paisa and learning spanish and taking boxing and nobody that i know in these circles does music you know so i can be kind of it's this beautiful kind of double-edged sword i can kind of be off my own world and not worried about what other people are doing music wise there's there's no feeling of competition no sense of insecurity i can just like make my weird new disco shit whatever i want to do because nobody gives a fuck. and i know in that in that sort of like entertainment circle in those bubbles there's a lot more of that, of kind of like keeping up with the Joneses, of how many, it's all metrics-based. How many streams do you have? What's your fans? It's how much money you make, blah, 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 blah. Those sorts of more superficial things that I think come with that entertainment culture because it's it's a culture based on, it is the superficial culture. It is kind of look at me in a way. And, and as um, someone who does battle sometimes with insecurity and ego, not wanting to get wrapped up in that, but... Knowing that there is that sort of allure of that version of life that I am chasing at the same time, and also very much aware that and this is the piece, the other piece I want to talk to you about. We we kind of jumped into the the deeper stuff right away, but it's key. What do you expect? Is the the idea of um those that idea of life and building a life that I'm excited about while at the same time not not needing that as validation before I can feel content and this has been a really interesting balance process struggle that I've been continually working on and working towards is this is the idea that I was telling you about. I had a, a call with my cousin this week and I was telling him how I, I, I wanted to, well, I have started taking singing lessons and well, it's more like I'm doing like an online sort of a course. I'm practicing every day, singing and doing these things to try to become a better singer, better vocalist because I really want to be a great singer. And right now my stuff is super auto-tuned because I can't really sing but I just love singing. I'm an emotional guy. I'm a much better rapper than I am singer, but that is my real dream and passion is to be able to just sing better, be able to like belt something or even if I'm not like to be able to really uh, hit notes better. And he was like, he's like, you're already there. He's like, you got a voice, man. He's like, your tracks sound good. He's like, you're already there. And he's like, I think you're doing the music, you're doing the voice stuff for you. But he's like, you don't have to, you don't have to put that on like what you, not, if, like he's like, don't wait. Don't wait and think that being a better singer is going to make you feel like you're making better music. He's like, you're there already. And that really resonated with me because I think that entire concept is one that I often just feel, I feel really strongly about in terms of, of like I was saying before, that kind of balance between being content. Happiness, I think, is... Is unfortunate because it's fleeting. It's an emotion that kind of comes and goes. But for the sake of this conversation, we'll use happiness. But I guess that feeling of, of purpose and feeling content with where you're at—that for me, um, that has been a really powerful concept and one that I know is true, but is hard to embody. Is that you're already there? Um, But I. I've heard enough interviews with, with very successful people to understand that this is true, even though I'm like, I still want to get there and then I'll be able to call it. But, uh, that, that idea that happiness is an inside game and that getting these other things doesn't necessarily change how you feel internally about yourself. And that like, I need to be able to feel fully purpose driven, fully content, um, before I get those things because that's, that's a dangerous game. That's when you get a million streams on Spotify and then you realize that to be happy, you need two. That's when you win a gold medal at the Olympics and then you realize you need two. That's when you get some sort of a major deal and then you, obviously you see where I'm going with this. As a humans, I think we're our, our, our superpower is also our Achilles heel, And that is that we are so adaptable. We are so good at adapting to environment, to circumstance, at normalizing things that it's very quick and easy for us to kind of, I think, settle into that thing where novel things feel normal. And to lose, it's very easy for us to lose track of that. Myself included, even speaking about this life now that I've built from years ago, this feels normal now. And I'm like, Kia, and having to be active with the gratitude to say, Kia, this is not normal. This took a lot of years, a lot of work to get here. Like, this is it, it, this is comfortable, but that's like you busted your ass to be able to feel comfortable. But but that this is this wasn't a given, and this wasn't something that was all that you always had, even though it's now it feels like it. And I think that for me, when I think about these sort of next chapters of building growing um achieving whatever that is of like really realizing this dream more um it's always that kind of in the back of my mind of like knowing that someday if fingers crossed my i stay alive long enough to see it through is if i'm able to when i get there that like there's always my buddy dave has this really cool analogy that Of a mountain climber, that there's always you get to the peak of one mountain, and then you realize there's always a mountain higher, bigger, um, kind of more dangerous, that more exciting that then you you want to try to conquer. And so that kind of being aware of that never ending cycle, but at the same time realizing that that's not not for nothing like i that's still something worth striving for and worth working towards um because i do think there are elements about career that excuse me are valid in that regard in regards of of achievement and also um success is a bad word but of of also impact uh, growing kind of in, in in leveling up those things that I do think is very valid. I remember listening to this interview with Quentin Tarantino, and he talked about how he spent his whole life in this video store, learning about stuff, and then he finally made Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, he made reservoir dogs, um, he made reservoir dogs without an accent uh, when he was like 28, 29, and finally got it made when he was 30. And then it was off to the races. And that, for me, really resonated. That, for me, gave me hope. Because as someone, especially in music, where in rap years, I'm basically Gandalf. You know what I mean? I'm like super boomer to these like... 17-year-old rappers But to see somebody who like actually his career like kind of really started at 30 Gives me a lot of hope for my own career That the best years are not are behind me that I feel like I spent the last decade learning these skills sharpening the swords sharpening the tools really learning these abilities and now it's like actually time to put them to use and he talks about how his life completely changed after that, like after Reservoir Dogs and he killed it. And then it's like Pulp Fiction and blah, blah, blah. And then it conti- And like, and now he's had this incredible, like storied 35 year career. And that I like, it's like Quentin Tarantino and like the video store version of him is like, yeah, that's cool. He, he's the same guy, right? But just the the life that he's able to live now, the things he's able to do now, I don't think that that is um, irrelevant, you know? Like, yes, he probably was could have been happy in the video store, but like, I'd imagine he's probably like pretty stoked now to like wake up and, and like go to the pool and like write just screenplays and like not have that pressure of money and he's kind of, you know, the opportunities he's able to do and and, and projects he's able to create that like, I do think there is something to that. And, and really honing in, double clicking on that balance of you're already there and being present in that process. But also understanding like, I think sometimes the gold at the end of the rainbow is pretty dope. And like that gold at the end of the rainbow, like, is worth shooting for. Um, and maybe that's, maybe again, maybe that's ego and insecurity. My own, my own lust for those things that is very tangible, you know? Um, and I, I think that that's been something that, that will be a, be a forever thing. Um, of con- of continually kind of walking that that line between like being here, and also understanding that there that there are things worth fighting for, things worth working really hard for, things worth sacrificing for at the same time, and um, that's just been some of this. It's been kind of bouncing around in my mind a lot lately, and to that point, uh, I think the hospital stay from last week really kind of firm that up for me. And being like Kia, right, they say, do the same thing a thousand times is the definition of insanity. And I realize I've been playing small, I think, in terms of my music. It's the first, the last two months, maybe three months, is the first few months I've ever really kind of gone all in balls to the wall on just the tunes and that means really focusing on like getting equipment like shooting these videos that I've been putting up and posting creating more music um, thinking about uh, marketing and strategies and stuff like that and I realize it's it's not sad but it's something I, I always thought was like when I get nice when I get really good at making music making beats and rapping and engineering I'm like then people are going to listen and it's like people don't just listen right it's like the starving artist thing is a very real trope that you've got to learn how to market well and um for some reason when I have my online business my b-school stuff like I'm not sure if it's because it's like it's a part of me but it's not marketing me it's like this other thing, this offer that I know people actually want and need. It's really easy for me for some reason to like build that business. I did I, I did a launch with the course and did well and still with the courses, I'm making money and it's it's interesting though when the product is me and my art, it, I feel like I'm kind of like just floating. I don't have a real direction and how to, I don't know where to go with it. It's like everybody's like, go oh, TikTok and I just like, that's not my thing. And maybe that too is an excuse to maybe it's like just bite the bullet and do TikTok, but I've really I've I've started to take that piece more seriously. To say Kia, have you know, maybe it's some imposter syndrome piece of it too of being like Kia, like your music is worth listening to. There are people that are going to want to hear the music. You've just got to find them. And spending time and money on marketing, whether that's paid ads, I've started, I bought this course and have started to run paid ads and to do a lot of experimenting with um, ads in that regard, as well as um, just getting creative with content strategy, with content in general, whether that's like doing remixes, doing covers, these sorts of things to create both organic natural traffic and then also paid traffic and creating some sort of a funnel for my indie artist brand. Um, Because I don't think for me there's anything else worth, (laughs) like there's nothing else like worth shooting for. In a different life, if I didn't have the blood problem, I would have probably tried to like maybe do some MMA stuff just because I love MMA. I love the physicality I love the mental of it, but with my blood shit, like this is, this is not, this version of life as it is, is not the one for me to try that. But other than that, um, like the music stuff, I just feel like could be such a, such a cool and exciting thing to pursue. It's, and because of that, everybody wants to do it. And so, because that's one of the hardest things to do. And to do entertainment and want to break into that sort of world, especially, you know, as an indie. But um, thinking about, like, there's nothing else worth kind of struggling for. Um, For me, at this point, I know a lot of people, again, that's like family and kids, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't have those things. So for me, it's really um, a life, a weird life. Us sacrificed a lot of things, life for the art and for the craft and um just learning how to believe in that and believe in myself and that's a process an ever-evolving process and i think as a gemini there's a piece of me that just resonates with the with the twins with the light and the dark the yin and the yang um good and evil whatever you want to call it that um so, you know sometimes you'll hear the songs chip on the shoulder and then other si- times I'll you know you question your own sanity in in your creation because it's you just make some whack shit you know so it's um it's just interesting finding peace in that chaos i think but like I said before, we're already there, right? In a lot of ways, you're already there. How can you just um, find peace in that in that part of the process, and realizing that those other things don't necessarily get you where you want to be? Although they might, they might help, right? they say money doesn't buy happiness, but money could buy a wave runner, <laughs> a wave runner rings. I mean, it's like a jet ski. I heard that joke when I was like, that's true. Uh, but um, yeah, I think we'll end it there. We'll wrap it there. Some deep thoughts for y'all. It's supposed to be more life update and love update than anything, but um, typical Kia fashion. I just like to get to the good stuff. I said, let's cut through all this fluff. I got shit I want to talk about. So, um all in all that's where i'm at excited for this next week working on videos really putting together a real content strategy for y'all uh making more tunes doing the song a week thing we're at week 44 which is crazy to think about and getting ready for mama bear to come um and doing some real visualizing now that i'm at the hospital feeling better on what i want in this next chapter excuse me and not being um afraid of it you know and um really going for it. So we'll see you next week as uh, the adventure continues. Thank you for tuning in. If you've made it this far, you'll real one. If you've got questions for me, slide in the DM at Kia Orion. Everywhere on the internet, Kia at KiaOrion.com. Holler at the boy. Appreciate y'all more than you know. Check you in a minute. Peace.